I all of a sudden, my whole life just started reorganizing. And these are the seeds of the work that I do now. I realized that something existential, there was an existential dimension of my being that changed. And thus the entire world, quote unquote, reorganized around me in that way. Welcome to the Stay Grounded Podcast. I'm your host, Raj Jana, founder of Liberate, and it's my mission to help you become the most grounded, loving, and authentic version of yourself that you can be. Each week, I interview experts in the fields of mindset, spirituality, and emotional well-being. My brilliant guests share their tools, stories, and unique perspectives to help you develop the skills you need to show up fully for the people and things that matter most in your life. Now let's dive in. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome to this week's very special episode of Stay Grounded with my brother, Dr. Alec Verkulen Brogan. So must sounds like a very familiar name because it is. Alec is the guest that I brought on, I think, two or three episodes ago. This might be a record for me for wanting to bring someone back onto the show so quickly. But our first conversation was so deep, so nourishing, so exciting, and it led to a lot of deep inquiry um, around Alec's work and him even actually supporting me uh, in understanding myself a lot better that I wanted to bring him back on the show. And so this conversation was, I just loved recording with Alec. I mean, he's just got such a deep, profound energy that is rooted in so much of his own spiritual practice and how he's gone so deep within himself and accessed so much remembrance that can only and, and, and from that space of remembrance, he shares wisdom, he shares his thoughts, he shares his perspectives. And I think that's what I love so much about listening to Alex speak, to learning from him. I mean, this conversation was so great. We talk a lot about Alex's personal journey, how he started on this path with a profound mystical experience at the age of 15, and how that then led to him learning from Sadhguru, and how that then led to a massive journey of awakening, and how his own life, and how a lot of the experiences that he had gone through, um, you know, shaped the person he is today. And and we talk even more about the role that destiny and free will plays. I mean, right before we actually recorded this conversation, we did a deep dive on my Western astrology chart, my Vedic astrology chart, my human design. And so we brought in, I actually got to experience a very, like very real experience of us looking back on my life, looking back on all sorts of different using ancient maps and systems to actually like go back and be like, Hey, does this track with the type of life that I was experiencing? And we share a lot about that on the episode. So I I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. I mean, we, I hope this conversation inspires you to get curious about yourself because I think, you know, when I look at a lot of these ancient technologies like astrology or um, when I think about spirituality in general, the stuff that we can't really understand with the mind, like one thing I'll offer as you listen to this podcast episode is put the mind aside, allow yourself to be curious and just explore a new way of thinking about growth, a new way of thinking about, you know, why we are here and how our our our, our lives came to be. Because when you come in from that refreshing perspective. I think this podcast will have just a profound level of insight for you on your own journey of awakening. And it will give you a system that can empower you to lean into challenge and initiation with more grace, with more love, with more groundedness. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. If you haven't already, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify or any of the podcast apps. All that means is that every single time we release a new episode, it drops straight into your inbox. 
tag me on social media with your biggest takeaways. Send me a DM on social media. Like I'm most active right now on Instagram. So if you're not following me over there, get over there and follow me and just reach out and let me know how this conversation supported you and inspired you. I want to hear from you. And yeah, I just, I'm so grateful for you guys. Like the, I live for these types of conversations. This is truly one of my favorite things to do in the world. So the fact that I get to do it alongside you guys and I get to experience different um, opportunities to learn about myself through um, you guys. You guys have given the show a platform or given me a platform and I'm just so infinitely grateful. So thank you for giving myself and Alec your attention. And without further ado, here is my brother, Dr. Alec Verkeelen Brogan. Enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everyone? Yo. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, brother. Thank you, brother. This might be the record for how quickly. Oh, shoot. Still, how, how quickly <laughs> I wanted to bring a guest back oh, on the show. I, I just adore you as a human being, man. And um, it's mutual. And just the quick brotherhood and friendship that we've been able to build um, in such a short period of time and and the experience that I just had with you Aww. over the last 30 minutes. Like, what a deep, you know, it's like, one thing I've always loved about the podcast is like, it's my favorite way to get to know people. Like, well, you know, like I, I, I don't bring everyone on the show. Like, if I bring you on the show, it's like, I just really want to know you. Well, because it's like, you know, you don't really talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about the surface level. You're going mm-hmm. straight deep. And I feel like you just did that with me with all of these readings. Like we went through three of my charts, the Vedic chart, mm-hmm. my human design chart, and my Western astrology chart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you went to, like, mm-hmm. you, like you got to a depth of my being. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just, love the way that you just said that. It's very perfect. You know, like it's and, like, yeah. and so I'm, I'm feeling mm-hmm. this like resonant, just like, one gratitude and appreciation for the desire in you to want to know human beings in this way because it goes beyond like just wanting to see oh what do you do or who are you or like what do you like it's like you're actually going deep into wanting to understand how they are designed and like to know their design and to seek tools and to gain mastery and tools mm. that can allow you to see people in that way mm. is so it's such a gift to the others and like i just think it speaks a lot of volumes to who you are it's just oh a, wow you're so sweet what you're saying i love it so i just want to like mm. honor that man because mm. like i i fully appreciate um the desire to want to know human beings mm. at such a deep level like has that no. always been a part of your design? Like, was this like mm, the desire to go yeah. so deep? Like, yeah, thanks for that when question. When did that come online? Yeah. I'm curious just to know more about the journey for you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yes. Yes. And there, there was a forgetting that happened for me. You know, when I was about 15, I found myself in things were good. You know, this man, Bud came into my life, my family's life. And he was so, he's so wonderful. He's my father now. And he really showed up as this like solid masculine figure. And my mom's always been so incredible. My grandparents, I have a wonderful sister, little sister. So super blessed and grateful for that. But up until 15, you know, there was still a lot of confusion for me. And then one night, everything changed in the biggest way. And it was really like the person that's sitting in front of you right now, this life started. 
this being that's here, boom, started one night, summer night. I was 15 years old and I took an enormous, well, for then, a big dose of psilocybin mushrooms is okay to talk about right yeah okay great cool and uh okay great okay perfect perfect and and i had without knowing what i was doing a complete loss of of separate self and it didn't go away i woke up that next day and still there was there was consciousness but there was no structure of a separate self there was just awakeness. There was just a unified field of consciousness and it was unbelievably liberating. But I was 15 <laughs> and I was living right outside Detroit and there was not a single person in my sphere that had a damn clue what happened to me. There was I had never heard the word meditation, never heard the word yoga, nothing at all. And I had to basically allow a new ego structure to manifest. And it was a wild ride. And um, I ended up meeting Sadhguru um, at a very early age. I met Amma even before that. And I all of a sudden, my whole life just started reorganizing. And these are the seeds of the work that I do now. I realized that something existential, there was an existential dimension of my being that changed. And thus the entire world, quote unquote, reorganized around me in that way. Everything changed. Everything, my body, my face, my eyes, the people around me, every, the entire geometry of who and what I am and what my life was in a split moment, less than that, it's a wild story. Might be for another time. Maybe talk about it a little bit. But it, it, in a matter of no time, everything changed. An existential dimension of my life changed. And that is the being that's sitting with you here today. It's so fascinating. And you're like, well, I have so many questions. Yeah. Now, well, may I say one thing? Yeah, yeah. What happened also is that there was like this dimension of being that in that moment just woke up and it was like it was like all these rooms within the mansion of being that I am as a person we all are but in this, this in this one it was like a bunch of rooms lit up and i just had this insatiable desire to explore miss the mystical dimensions of truth so it was like there was like i was operating at 1% and all of a sudden i was up to like 70 or 80 but, but it was not an anything that I had ever known as a person. It was like there were realms of the soul that became illuminated. There was the, there was innate knowing there was, there were novel ways of perceiving life. There were memories of previous incarnations. There were ex direct experiences of other dimensions of being that just activated from that moment and that is the seed that has brought me to this work that I do and everything in my life the seed began there and it's just grown what's you know coming back to like a few different lines that I want to mm -hmm. go down but like like when you think about the charts mm -hmm. think about like mm -hmm. for something of that magnitude to happen when you look back on your life mm -hmm. was it destined yes 
Like, oh, like when you actually go back and look oh, at your charts, like, yeah. can you actually? Oh yeah, which is what's totally, fascinating totally, too, because like, yeah. you know, we just went through mine, uh -huh. and what's interesting is, you know, you talked about how Pluto only goes mm -hmm. two hundred fifty years it takes to go around, and so, it's like yeah, lined up about, right yeah. on my stars, <laughs> yeah. and like I actually re like back at the end of twenty twenty, I had my first big compound like medicine experience mm -hmm. that woke me up to my soul. It was the first time I literally met the oh, magnitude yeah, of what I am. It's a good word for it. And <laughs> it was like, unlike, and it actually changed the way that I interacted with human beings moving forward. And that kickstarted a three-year initiation of businesses like falling down and business partners stealing money and this entire like. And all of the relationship initiations and now okay remember just real quick remember what we said when we looked at your chart you said that happened what three years ago started at the end of 2020 brother saturn right so literally during your saturn return well, that's... and you're a sixth line so this is it we can but, talk about yeah well yeah. but that's my so like wow. what what's wow. so beautiful mm. is like you know like i'm now really starting to look back with the right guidance and be able to see just how clearly even the mistakes that I've made, the challenges I've called in, were all part of a design mm. to create the being yes. or to unearth, maybe not create, to unveil, to yes. reveal, to unearth, to unleash mm. the being. Mm -hmm that is destined to walk this path mm -hmm. in life. Mm -hmm. And I am wondering what happens when, because it seems like there is a choice point. Can I just offer one yeah. quick thing in this? Just, let's just contemplate this for a moment, right? When, it, when was this soul that you met, right? Three years ago, when was its origin? What's its origin <sighs> point? It's certainly not the birth of this body. No. So these are the forces that we see when we look at these charts, brother. We look at the forces that arise from a dimension that is beyond the one that we call this moment, that we culturally orient to as now. Those forces have an origin point far beyond this one, this body, this birth, right? And so that's why it's unveiling. There's, a, there's an unveiling, right? Your origin was not this moment of birth. You have an ancient origin on the level of soul. That's what the charts reveal, an existential dimension that's beyond the psychology. And that's the piece that's like so not meant to even be understood. Mm. It's like it's just meant to be experienced, yes. Yes. right? Because like Which means you're getting it. <laughs> there's a level of mind that cannot comprehend any of this. Mm. And that's what's so powerful about this this way of looking at the journey of life mm. right because it is a choice to look at life through this lens with this awareness with these vantage points and wh what do you think is the i guess if you think about the purpose of our uh, lives yeah right let's ask a big question yeah looking at it from these vantage points mm. and having the awareness that we do have of mm. our souls being chosen in this lifetime with what is the purpose oh i love it yeah so here's the thing you know we, we can go real not we can go real direct right and say that the purpose 
is 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 the raw experience of life itself that has no content and is just this profound pure being right but let's not go there right away and let's actually speak on this level that can be embodied right for everyone that's listening for us what's the purpose and the reality is it's different for each soul that's what we see when we look at the charts Mm. why is this one here why did you take birth why did your soul choose and enter this moment enter this body in this time through this mother right and we look and we see there are ways there are very specific ways to look at the chart and see the desire of the soul right if if we understand that that a, that we take many 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 births the reason that you're here in this particular birth is different than another birth the reason why i'm here is completely unique and this is the beauty of and the magnitude of life on this cosmic and mystical level. It's that there the purpose is completely unique. This is what we call Dharma. Right? You have a Dharma. There's a reason that you came here to be, to seek, right? To remember. And it's profoundly unique for you. Now here's the thing: the moment that you really understand that, and with geometry of grace, this there are ways that we do that. There are other ways too. But for us in particular, we really look to the Vedic chart for this big time. And we say, okay, this is what the soul is here for. How can we support you? How can we support you in unfolding and living your life on that level? It's very beautiful. Mm. Mm. And so the purpose is profoundly unique for each being. That's what's so profound. And that's why it's just so refreshing, right? Mm. Like that, like that's mm. what's it brings a lot of peace to mm. me mm-hmm. just knowing that because I, I think you know I come from a recovering comparisonitis where I was constantly trying to do what other people were doing trying to achieve success in the ways that other people were achieving success trying to enter into love and intimacy and relationship in the ways that others and I was constantly seeking models in fact I'll even mm-hmm. uh, never forget like when I first got into business mm. Like I went from being an engineer to an entrepreneur. I didn't follow my intuitive sense. Like I bought courses that taught me how to be an entrepreneur and it brought me to a certain level of success. Yeah, It taught me a lot of things. But now that I'm stepping into a whole new realm of creation and leadership, mm-hmm. it's almost like all of my mistakes Boom. that I've made in business, all of the challenges I've faced, all of the the decisions that I've had to analyze and make from my own intuitive understanding of how this whole mechanic Mm -hmm. this mechanics of entrepreneurship works like that is now the thing i'm using to craft my own path with our own product lines with our own ways of innovating with our own ways of marketing Mm -hmm. and it's like there's this wave now that feels so unique to me Mm -hmm. that could not and so maybe there's even some maybe like is there a role for models yeah of of like modeling mm-hmm. off of like like where do you mm-hmm. draw the line between like following your own unique path wow, and carving it so with like having mm-hmm. mentorship mm-hmm. and having yeah. like for you even like you know yeah. like you had Sadhguru and you had mm-hmm. mama and you had these mm-hmm. mentors mm-hmm. guide you but then also like you've got your own unique path so yeah. how do you balance both uh intelligences mm-hmm. because it does seem like they're coming from divine orchestration like certain mm-hmm. people come into my life 
for a very specific reason. And so when do you listen and when do you kind of just intuit? Love it. I love it. So first, I just want to offer this piece that we see the, the human design as a map to awaken from the homogenized field of culture. It's a map to meet yourself outside of the uninitiated story that we're fed through the culture, this culture that we're born into. When we study the geometry of grace, and in particular, the lens that we see the human design through, which for anyone listening, you'll know if, 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 if you've studied the human design and studies Ra's work, who's the man who, who brought the system through, it's very much in alignment with his original understanding of what the system was. It's to help people awaken to who they are outside of the homogenization of culture, right? But here's the thing. The best mentor will help you meet yourself and connect to the innate wisdom that pours forth from the uniqueness that you are. That's the best thing that we can help anyone do because you are divine. You have a, you have a place in the geometry, the collective geometry, right? You have a personal geometry. There's a particular way that when you are yourself, you can connect to the transpersonal geometry. Only you can give that gift. So any mentor that really is with you and sees you and supports you, they're ideally supporting you and connecting to your innate wisdom and knowing and beauty. And as we see, you know, and, and as you just experienced before we came on here, we did some geometry of grace work and you see that there are, it's very specific, mm -hmm. right? Each being has, it's, it gets so particular in what we can take refuge in that is an abode of the self, that we know that we are attuned to our uniqueness, right? Within the presence of this homogenization of culture, right? This uninitiated culture that's just zeros and ones. Follow this, do this. Who are you? Even the person that's listening to this right now, who, who are you beyond the psychology and the existential dimension of your beingness when you close your eyes, right? What is the fabric of your being? How deeply connected are you with the breath of life in this moment? How far back can you remember your origin, right? Like take that journey, take that journey. Man, like just feeling so much like like metabolization of so many different bodies of work right now. Like I just have to name that. Like I've never been in a place where I've like, I do so much self-awareness work and I'm very reflective and I'm very like, I, I seek, Yeah, but you have the channel of the seeker, but to, but to bring <laughs> in a depth of understanding of universal timeline, mm is deeply nourishing and like i'm like i i feel um like i actually can see very clearly like my life i can see my life story i can see i know exactly why i called in every single human being in my life i know exactly why i chose my mother why i chose my father why i chose my last business partner why i chose my this business partner why like why i chose gina why i chose Vinny, who was my partner before that mm -hmm. like there's a 
there's a, a a thread of of understanding that I think is so y- useful. Mm. Like, and I'm curious if you even have any instruction around like, okay, I have this baseline awareness now. How does how do I carry this forward into my life? Like, I love it because now That's it's like it's great. beautiful to mm. look back. Like, okay, like this I look is, back on yeah. my life. I lived. 30 something years of my life without any understanding of this stuff. Now I look back on my life. I know my charts. I know my design. I'm seeing all my things. How does this now shape the way that I move forward? And how do I not, like, and I think I asked this last time I was on the podcast with you, but I can ask it with a different depth of understanding now. Like, how do you not just follow the charts and still be present to destiny? Like, Great. You know, like I hear you. What is the path forward? Actually, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for this beautiful, important, poignant question. So, within the geometry of grace paradigm, we see the authority in the human design. Which, remember, for you, you have a G center authority. It's a very unique. Just so you know, it's very unique. Okay, not a lot of beings have <laughs> that human design. Okay. But for, for anyone who's listening to this, please take a moment, pull up your human design. Go to humandesignamerica.com. That's that's one I like. You can go to Jovian Archive, whichever. Pull up your human design, put in your birth info. Look at your authority. That is the deepest fulcrum for the self-organizing forces of life to organize around beyond the mind. There is something that exists within you that is the deepest way for life to organize around you and as you to create the highest path of meaning, of beauty, of grace. Here's the thing. Here's the contemplation. You have a geometry. You have a nature that exists beyond the mind. The deeper you are in relationship with that, the more in communion you are with the presence of grace. So that's the question, right, that you just asked. It is really, it's like, how can I walk with grace? How can I, how can I walk in a way that's so resonant, that's so deeply me, right? How can I walk in the highest way, right? And not be in the mind. This is the thing. This is why we study the, the human design so deeply. Your authority is a refuge for you to take in all times and life will meet you in the deepest way there. Life will always meet you as deeply as it can. And so if we can meet life and be ourselves as fully as possible, life will meet us there. That's what it does. See, mystery and emptiness have a deep romance. Mm. Mystery and emptiness have a profound romance. If we can actively surrender and be ourselves in that emptiness, the mystery of life will fill us, will meet us, will blow our minds by design. And the way that we do that in the geometry of grace paradigm, we deeply embody our authority. We live our nature. Because here's the thing, the more awake we are, the more mysterious life becomes, the more mysterious. People think, oh, I feel more, I'm, the more awake I am, the more I have it figured out. Bullshit. I've 
fucking resonate with that. Yeah. The more awake we are, the more mysterious life becomes. Mis- mis- there's a there's a deep romance between mystery and emptiness. And so, okay, so in that mystery, then mm. the compass then becomes your whatever the authority is. The authority. You type in your authority. So, what are the? Uh, are there many authorities? Oh yeah. Like are oh they yeah. Infinite. Um. No. 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 There. There's. There. Um. So just to name, right, we're talking about yeah. the human design, okay? Because there are different systems, right, 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 that we use in this in this paradigm. But in the human design, I'll tell you a couple, right? There, there's the emotional authority, there's the sacral authority, there's, excuse me, there's an ego authority, there's the G center authority, like you have. There's a splenic. There are many, and they all have very particular, deep ways of showing up in the life. So again. Just a just a name for everyone here right now that's hearing this, like really, really make sure that you're working with someone that deeply embodies the understanding of these systems. It's so important. There are a lot of people and blessings to all the people. Everybody's doing their best. And these this is not fluffy. Yeah. This is life. And if you can find the right person to bring you the beauty and the depth of this type of work, it it can really, 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 really bless your life. I mean, I'm like, I'm kind of shocked that, mm. I'm just kind of shocked that, uh, one, I'm confused because I thought I was splenic. Mm. And so G is a complete different. Yeah. And let's, let's make sure that we put in the right info because you never know. I didn't just... <laughs> I mean, really, that happens plenty. So, no, that's right. It is okay. Great. You you said it right. Yeah. Oh, it's twelve twelve forty seven zero four seven zero zero four seven. You might, might be splendid. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Nope. No. Still G. Yeah. Still G. Yeah, brother. No, you're cool. good. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, I just learned something new about myself today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is also a thing. Don't put in the wrong information in uh, your chart. Yeah, but it, but it didn't really matter for me. It didn't you, matter actually. for me. But the profile changed a little bit, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. well, that's fascinating. Yeah. Just like, well, to, oh, there you go. And this, so there you go. Please work with people that know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's because you're, you know, I, well, it's funny. I told my mom mm. that I was starting to, you know, play with astrology mm. and starting to look mm. at some of these ancient systems and starting mm. to incorporate the wisdom into, you know, my life. Mm. She was afraid. Oh, say more. She had a lot of fear wow. because I think in India, mm-hmm. people make life decisions based on astrology without incorporating the design. Boom. Right? Boom. There it so is. There's a, there's yes. a missing, there's a missing component to the information. So like, you know, you know people are, arranging marriages based on uh the like their astrology they're making life decisions based on astrology they're you know it's big life moves and i think my mom just had this very jaded but like i think the design i hear that a lot from i think the the human design piece combined with the astrology is what's making this such a unique interesting stream of data Mm. for me to deepen my own understanding and i don't know if i would have really been able to so like Three years ago, I, I just don't know if I, this would have been able to land in the mm. way that it is now. So, is there foundational work that mm. people yeah. can or need to be doing before they can like fully, really integrate and land into streams of information like this? Love it. 
um, the work will meet people wherever they are. And, and the reality is there's an initiatory component to this work. So let's say somebody comes in off the street, you know, they've never experienced any, anything that we're speaking to, any of the people in your podcast, all of these beautiful people that you've spoken to, you, all of these beings, it's just, they're, they're, they're totally green mind the ears, right? They yeah. come in and they sit down. The work's going to meet them wherever it will, but a seed is planted no matter what. The, the work is inherently initiatory, literally. The geometry of grace paradigm is inherently initiatory. Why? Because it's rooted in a paradigm that is deeper than the cultural narrative. It's rooted in an existential metaphysical paradigm that just the signature itself meeting that person's psyche, there's initiation that takes place. The timing of that is the rhythm of their soul, the rhythm of their life, the rhythm of their being. That's their geometry. But if they're coming into contact with this work, there's inherently initiation taking place because of what the work is. Can we just speak to initiations? Yeah. I think they've been important. <laughs> mm. to that because, you know, I think we have a culture of leaning not looking at challenges initiation mm. and what's so useful about these frames is that it actually it's implicit like when you have a challenging experience whether it's relationship challenges or business challenges or money challenges or health challenges like they are initiatory and and they suck so i guess like what how can one lean into initiation yeah in a way that's mm. that that leads to the profound awakening mm. of self while also like not seek the initiation mm, you're right yeah you because know? I, I think it. that there's this yes. also this nature of i i, I fall mm. trapped to this sometimes mm. where i'm like let me look for the next thing to work on the next mm. process like mm -hmm. so how do you dance Love inside that. of just like yeah, initiation and what is the, I'd love to hear just your. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, let's just name, right? The way to not seek initiation, but still meet it with grace is what we just talked about, right? Take refuge in your authority, take refuge in your nature. The reality is this river, brother, that we're in right now, that every person that's listening to this right now, the river that is flowing, that is life. It's doing just that. It's moving. We don't need to push it. Mm, yeah. It's flowing. Uh -huh. So if we rest as our nature, things will arrive in their own time. That's just how it is. It's very ridiculous. It's absurd to think that 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 the river of life will stop if 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 we stop if we don't stop forcing our mind on things, right? So the question is this how can we live in a way that is not so driven by the psychological dimension, right? Of being our culture is obsessed with this psychological dimension, right? So let's cut right to the core. What are we here for as a people, as beings, as see, there's one thing that we like to say in the geometry of grace paradigm. We are not people on a planet. We are beings within a realm. Mm. Damn. Okay. We're Fuck not Alec. people on a planet. We're, this is not a mechanistic. <sighs> this is not mechanistic. 
we are beings, ancient beings within a realm where many have come and gone and many will continue to. So why have we come here? If you are not this body, the initiation, every initiation is to bring us to the direct realization of our nature as an ancient being that exists beyond form. We are transcendent. So anything that can burn in that fire isn't you. Every initiation is pointing towards the same thing. There's only one truth, the enlightened state. And this is a radical thing. And I just invite people to try it on. The only thing that's real is enlightenment. Everything else is fundamentally illusory. The moment of self-realization is just that, the recognition of truth. So what happened prior to that? It's literally illusory. That's the definition of a non-enlightened state. It's illusion. That's okay. It's not bad. It's just not the truth. The moment of self-realization, we come home to the nature of self as transcendent. So every initiation is pointing us towards the direct realization of truth, that we are transcendent. And beyond that is a window, I imagine, even into more depth. What is it? So you just sparked a curiosity mm. for me. Have you read The Surrender Experiment by Michael no. Singer? No, I've heard of it, though. And I've Damn, met Michael. I kind of want yeah, you to yeah. read it. Okay, I wish cool. you would have read it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the entire premise of I'm the book. I'm very familiar with the, so the, with very, the process. So yeah. the, I mean, the premise of the <laughs> book is, you know, he just said yes to life. Uh-huh. Good things, bad things. And it led him to, mm. you know, selling a billion-dollar company. <laughs> Owning a, <laughs> uh, an ashram. I've been to his place in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like I... I sang the Krishna Gita there. I think there's a, there's, there's a part of the story that feels like he's just saying yes and yes and yes. But there's a, there's a piece that's like, I feel like there's a rawness to the initiation mm. and the dance in the moment to moment dance that gets missed in that book. And that's why I was like, I, I don't know if you'd read it, but I was like, we had thoughts around like kind of just the moment to moment experience while also staying deeply rooted in like yes. the grand design. Well, and this is what's so profound. And I, I really just welcome everyone just to like, just to, just to explore this contemplation of the way to be fully in is to listen to the depth and nature of who you are. That... See, to, to be deeply immersed in life is not separate from this profoundly deep spiritual awareness. In fact, these two things are completely related. The only way to be deep in and fully invested in this moment, in the body, in all of these things, is to be spiritually awake. See, spirituality is not a disability. You know, Sadhguru talks about this a lot. Spirituality is not a disability. It enables us more depth. We can love more. We can play harder, right? We, to become spiritually awake is to be completely activated through the most subtle dimensions of being. Fuck. You know? So that's the thing. And, and I love your question because, it, I mean, this is, this is how a lot of us orient, right? It's like, well, I can't do that if I'm... Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Actually, if we're if we're lit on fire on the level of our spirit, boy, we're kicking ass. We're kicking ass. That's the whole thing. 
this is a this is where we see this more tantric dimension. And this is a weird, an interesting word now, right? In our culture, people hear tantra, and they. I'm not talking about modern neo tantra. I'm talking about classical tantra, 11th century India, the cla- the classical tantric perspective that says we are here to be fully liberated here in this body together with people building cities, having children, making beautiful love, smelling the most beautiful, creating art. We're here to fully live. That is God. There is nothing that isn't God. So to become spiritually awake is enabling, not disabling. Now, just to be clear with this paradigm of geometry of grace, we understand, okay, these are maps that we're studying. Yeah. It's not the territory, yeah. but these maps do support us in this moment in time and they show us, oh, this is what I can take refuge in to awaken in this world, not to have to go up in a cave, but to bring my full self to this life. This is where I can rest, this abode of my authority, of my nature. Right. We are befriending the human experience. It's absolutely yes, yes, absolutely. It's so good, man, and that's why, like, I just, I fucking love. I, I really don't meet a lot of people like you, mm-hmm. and I'm so deeply honored and grateful to just have, just such a brother friendship. Oh yeah, man. so like, great. So brother. much like, to come. I fucking just love you, man. <laughs> like, there's like love you too. There's, it's, I, I just feel this deep. Um, like the embodiment of the mm. message mm. and the joy with which you speak this work and the way you teach it and the way that you're teaching others to teach it. Mm, yeah, right? yeah, like that's, that's my that's my favorite. That's what's so beautiful. Yeah, like you, I'd love for you to favorite. share a little bit about like yeah. kind of the work that you're mm. doing and like how you're empowering others and like if anybody's listening and they'd love to, mm. you know, it just experience geometry of grace like let's really empower that because like i just in the uh, the small taste i've gotten of even just the maps like Mm -hmm. i love how you said there's the maps Mm -hmm. and the territory Mm -hmm. having the maps Mm -hmm. and knowing how to engage with the maps Mm -hmm. allows the territory to feel less daunting it gives you a, a a new dimension of clarity and understanding so let's i'd love for you to share thank you what lights you up oh yeah it's alive for you and cool yeah thank you yeah what what lights me up the most is teaching geometry of grace i I love it so much um and i will say that one of the ways that makes that really easy are the people that are drawn to the work i i can't tell you enough how like i mean the people that are studying geometry of grace right now are like truly feel like my family like i i I deeply deeply love every one of them and it it gives me a purpose to to be here on this planet like truly it's like every day i wake up with that fire in my heart and and it's a it's a deep journey you know like the 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 people that are studying right now it's a deep commitment and and no you know if there is someone that's listening and they want to experience geometry of grace um reach out to geometry of grace you know that's it that's what it is you can go to the instagram send us a message or geometry of grace at gmail.com um geometry of grace.com is a website but you will know any person that you work with has gone through a a, a pretty deep two-year program um at minimum and it's rigorous it's deep you know and i really deeply bow to the people that are 
studying. Now, I hope that if they are listening to this, they'd just think, well, it's so fun, you know, and we try to make it fun, um, but but it's deep. And, and we really, we bring that level of depth because we recognize the immensity of what we're serving and that's life in this moment of human consciousness quickening and that we are in a time of initiation. And you know what? It's a time to offer everything to that fire, the holy fire, and know if it can burn, it isn't you. If it can burn, it isn't us. It's time to wake up and it starts with you. It starts with me, right? So let's begin that. And Geometry of Grace is a body of work that supports the awakening of human consciousness through an archetypal map that has, and there's so much to say there, yeah. so much to say. Well, we talked about that on the last podcast. Right. I'm curious if anybody <laughs> wanted to become maybe even a practitioner. Sure. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, so they reach out. Um, there, there would be an application process um, and... There's a lot to speak to there, yeah, uh, yeah. but, I'm but, sure but, 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 but by all means, yeah, re- reach apply. out. It's, um, yeah, reach out, reach cool. out. There's an application process. You're more, I imagine anyone that would come through this process would be more than welcome. Um, and you know, I hope you know that the application process is actually a testament to us really, um, being caring right it's 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 to really honor that the people that come in it's 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 this like okay like know that like this is a place to really deeply show up at the altar of of a sacred system and a way of supporting people in a really deep way and a, a testament to life and the beauty of like, meaning of life dude i just i fucking love you man love you too <laughs> <I> just <laughs> oh my god i just like you're such a just a like a I could feel the depth mm-hmm. and um, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I just, I'm very grateful mm-hmm. for our I'm so grateful too. And our growing brotherhood and mm-hmm. just for the chance to learn from you, to receive your mm-hmm. gifts mm-hmm. and even for the opportunity to jam in this way and share mm-hmm. such important work uh, with people in a time where it matters more than ever. Aho. And um, I love that. so I just really appreciate you and got one last question. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want you to say real quick, we got to get you back to Boulder soon. Uh, flip yeah. that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are making a pretty hard sell. For yeah. sure. um, pretty hard sell. Uh, for everyone listening, I've, I've, you guys know I've been on this kind of nomadic journey and I've been extending my trip in Boulder longer than I had initially planned. And We've got them. It's, it's, it's sinking and hooking, man. It's because of human beings like yourself. Like I feel so mm. met here. Mm. I think that's like the true word. I just feel really met like spiritually, entrepreneurially, like like even at a masculine level, yeah. like there's just so many, um, just a lot that I'm really yeah. feeling grateful for. And so, yeah, man, thank you for being a highlight of my of mm. this Boulder chapter. Such an and, honor, uh, such an honor. And I really do, really do appreciate you. And um, so last question, in the midst of everything you're doing, everywhere you've been and everywhere you're going, what is one thing you've done to become the most grounded version of yourself that you can be. Pray, pray every day. My practice, brother, no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, yeah, I shared this the other night, but you know, and I'm not saying I've been totally perfect, but but I've basically had a 16 year, fairly unbroken sadhana, and that that is where my work comes from. That's that's what supports my life. 
is my practice and it's every day and my relationship with with my with my guruji with with lineage with listening to soul and and feeling my soul as a bridge to the ancient ways of walking in a sacred way and feeling held by that like really feeling that in my breath in my heartbeat feeling that in my energetic system it's like i know that i'm i'm one of many that's holding a prayer for truth and awakening and healing here now and that's a wrap thank you everybody for tuning in this week's episode of stay grounded i'm your host raj this is your now old friend alec <laughs> and from us stay grounded mm. we'll chat soon Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Stay Grounded. No matter where you're from or what you're going through, I hope it helps you remember just how incredible you are and have always been. If you're on a path of emotional healing or self-discovery and would like to learn how Liberate can support your journey, head to www.rajana.com forward slash liberate. That is L-I-B-E-R-8 to learn more about our current group programs and one-on-one offerings. I love you guys and I'll see you next week.